What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Derek Simmons Jr. And this week, we just came to talk to you all about life, what's been happening to motivate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to just make a difference within your life. So let's just get right on into it. Um, Derek, uh, we always usually start with how our week's been going because we know that you all love to hear about our week. So, Derek, yeah. you want to tell the people about your week? Yeah, Um. honestly, like it's it's been just keep on going the same. Like nothing's nothing's really been happening recently. Um, my sister, well, my sister got baptized on uh, Sunday. So that was a, that was really good that she, you know, that she did that. Um. I dropped uh me and my friend was working hard on this um this motivational short film that is uh that I put out and it definitely, you know, touched a lot of people and you know, I just just been like I said always, every time I go on here just trying to better myself in each and every single area that I can, you know. So um nothing's really been happening but every day I just try to be better than I was last time. So I'm thankful for each and every day that I see and uh yeah, that's my that's my week, man. <laughs> man, that's that's good yeah. to hear, man, that you had a, a pretty good week, man. And um, you know, before we end the podcast today, man, we want to go back around. You said that short film, man. We want to make sure that the people heard what you said, and if you have the information for that, and you want to give that to them, so sometime within the podcast, oh, yeah, definitely, we want to make sure that uh, that they're able to check that out as well, man. Because I know you guys probably did put in some work to be able to do it, and yeah. it should be seen. Um, through the people to to give y'all that feedback or whatever. Definitely for sure, man. But yeah, man, my my week's been pretty simple, man. It's uh my wife's been off the last two days or so and we've been, you know, spending spending a bit of time together. I've been working as usual, but it's been pretty simple. Uh church Sunday was was really good. Yeah. It was a powerful message. I forget the speaker, and I know that sounds bad, but we get so many speakers at times. It's like, I know my pastor. I know like two or three other pastors is there. Right. I love that they venture out and they get other pastors that's within the network, but I can't remember the name. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But I do remember what they talk about. And the pastor spoke on a message. He said, he called it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. He said, that's like a common saying that we always say, like, something's going the way that it is. It's like, yeah, man, it's just it just is what it is. But he broke it down. He went into detail. Yeah. He did all that, and I thought that was powerful. And I uh, I shared it on Sunday because whenever I'm at church, I always share the the messages. I always live or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a really good message for anyone to go in and to to check out. But yeah, yeah, man. Outside of that, that's been the week, man. It's been it's been pretty simple, and the week hasn't been long. It's like we tell you guys, we pre-record the podcast on Wednesdays. So the week has been pretty short so far since last Wednesday, unless we count, you know, Thursday, Friday and the weekend and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But if we had anything, we would, you know, let you guys know if it was anything that popped up in between. But it's been pretty laid back and, and simple. Yeah. We always got something new that happens within the week. But <clears throat> outside of that, man, let's just dive into the podcast. Right. And, um this week, man, let's uh, we want to talk to the people about this week, man, because we something that's inspiring, that's encouraging that that we have the information on that we can kind of help them with. I think earlier 
we were kind of talking about. I forgot what it was. It was something dealing with people, but it was standards. The, standards. That's what we were talking about. Standards. So, man, let's dive into standards, man. And um, right. so, man, you want you want to start it off or like what? Uh, you you can go ahead and start. Okay. It yeah, okay. Yeah, go ahead, man. So, my thing is on standard as people, we um, we really don't get the things that we want in life. Yeah. And we don't get the things that we really need because we don't realize that our standards are low. Mm -hmm. And we don't even try to work on them. And it's no judgmental thing in saying like, oh, you got to do this because I don't expect someone to work on something that they don't know they got to work on. So let me put that out there first. People don't even know that they're supposed to work on this. So that's why it's our job to make them alert and aware of these things. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is sometimes our standards are so low that we don't realize the potential that we have within ourselves to have higher standards and our decision-making, the people that we accept in our lives and all of that has something to do with our standards. Yeah. And when we really think about it, the people that's around us and the things that's in our lives are based off of our standards. And from what I noticed for myself and from what people that I see is that they're allowing any things at times. Mm -hmm. So how you increase your standards is you first got to have a standard. And when you know what that standard is, you can start to develop that standard. When I was telling you earlier, like just something simple, like my standard with food. I was telling you, I'm not just going to eat anything now because my standard with food has risen. Mm -hmm. But that was just an example. Your standard with anything can rise. So like if your standard with women, with men, your standard with your education, with your friends, with whatever it is. If you don't know what that standard is or even have one at all, then you'll just accept anything. But when you're consciously alert and aware of what that standard is and you start to build on it then you'll start to see what you'll have in your life what you're willing to accept your expectations and all of that and that's not a bad thing because yeah. we all need standards we get in life whatever our standard is so if you have high standards you usually get the nicer things you get the right people in your life and all that if that's where your standard is. But when you don't, you usually get anyone and anything mm -hmm. as a part of not having standards or having low standards. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. That's why, you know, I always like to say um, I always like to tell people that I don't like to sell for good enough when I've been called for greatness. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, whatever standards that you have, don't let anybody take those away from you because those standards is what, you know, is what making you who you are. And um, another thing I was a uh, I was thinking about is that when you do have high standards, you know, don't lose sight of it. You know, like what, what I'm trying to say is, you know, a lot of times we have high standards for ourselves. We want to reach a certain dream or go aspiration, anything like that, or, you know, do a certain thing or, you know, but a lot of times when we don't reach those standards, when we want, when we want to, we tend to give up. You know what I'm saying? We tend to give up on those standards or we tend to give up on that certain thing because our standards wasn't met. So, when your standards aren't met in life, that doesn't mean you you give up on that certain thing. You know, you know, what I'm trying to say it's just like, 
you know, we have to keep on staying in pursuit and keep on staying persistent in each and every single area of our lives. So that's that's also a thing that people really need to know, because I feel like a lot of times when we don't reach a certain standards, when we want them to or not, and not when God wants us to or when it's not the right time, we tend to give up on ourselves. So yeah. that's what I had on that. Man, that's that's good stuff. And to let you all know, these are just our our opinions yeah. and the way that we see things through our personal experiences and all that. So we're not just telling you guys that what we say is the is the all be all that it's the right way. It's the only oh, way. Yeah, it's sure. just that and the other. It's just our personal opinions and beliefs and from personal experiences and the way we see things. So you guys just get to get an inside look of the way that we think and how we process stuff and and see like the things that we've gone through and that type of stuff. Yeah. But man, standards are very important to have. And, and that's great that we were able to, to break that down and just kind of give people the information that they needed on that. Because for a while I didn't, I didn't have any standards. I didn't even know what they were, mm-hmm. but it's just through listening, understanding, you know, self love and all that stuff. It has to do with standards, but, um, yeah, and it develops you and everything yeah, like that. So for sure, well. man. For sure. So next topic, man. So like I said, we we just do this podcast for you guys and we come up with it on the spot. So we make up the topics. We don't pre-do it. We just try to make it as genuine and authentic as humanly possible. So we're coming up with this stuff on the spot. So next topic, man. What I wanted to I kind of want to dive into like what you get from that message when you said it is what it is. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of a lot of people. You know, when we face certain things, you know, we, we kind of like I was telling with the settle thing, we kind of settle in a, a certain situation. We'd be like, oh, it is what it is. I guess I'm not, I'm going to have to be in this certain thing for the rest of my life or we have to do this or we have to do that and not trying to find the necessary things to, you know, get out of that certain thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like I feel like with everything, if you got in the problem, there's also a way out of it. You know, man, that's the truth. It's just like, like I said, it's just like a tunnel. You can't go in a tunnel and expect to not come out of that tunnel. Right. You know? So that's what I feel it is. So kind of like what the is, is, it is what it is, you know. Man, I'm glad you brought that up because I uh, not only can I explain like what I got from it, but I wanted to mention that I had a drive earlier and um, I picked up the lady and she was just like, I was like, how's your day? And she was just kind of like. Oh, it's okay. Like it's getting a little better. And she said something and she was like, It is what it is. Right. And I was like, Wow. I was like, You you gonna think I'm lying when I say this, but I went to church on Sunday and that was the message. It yeah, is exactly. what it is. I'm like, I'm not lying at all. So I got to talking to her about it and I was like, uh, she was asking me questions about it and I was just like, Well, um, she was saying well, is it okay to be content and this, that and the other? And I was like, I'm glad you asked that mm-hmm. question because what I found is that we are supposed to be content, but we're supposed to be in content with hopes of having better. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if you change the word content to just gratitude, instead of saying I'm content, it's just saying I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when people say I'm content, they look at that as a bad thing because they don't see content as gratitude. And if you can't be content or have gratitude towards something, then how can you get more? Exactly. So I explained to her that's what content was. And I said that the is what it is. I was like, that's good and bad. 
So that's like a that's like you know right and wrong. But depends on how you look at it, you can make them both positive. So if you look at a situation and you say it is what it is, like if you're using that in the sense of and saying, Oh, it's nothing I can do about it. It happened, it did this, that, and the other, and then you move on, but you moved on in a way that you still think about it. Mm-hmm. So it's not what it is because now it keeps on going. It keeps being more than what it is. I was like, but it's okay if you look at it is what it is in a perspective of saying, you know, I understand that this is an uncontrollable situation. I cannot control this. Uh, There was nothing I could do about it. I understand that. I acknowledge it. And I know that's an uncontrollable situation. And I'm okay and I can accept that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to move forward in knowing that I couldn't control that situation. I can only control the way I think I feel yeah. and how I see the situation. That's the right way of doing it. That's what I'm saying. So that was just a message that I got today from it is what it is. But what I got from the sermon on Sunday was, was pretty much most of that, but he was pretty much saying it from a broader perspective. And he was saying that, we shouldn't use it is what it is because the way we look at it is what it is, is in a negative way in light. He wasn't saying that we shouldn't use it, but he's saying that because we've made it what it is, that it's not used and we don't see it in the way that it can be used for. So now we've almost turned it into something negative. So now it's almost not even good to say because yeah. of how we define it and we define it as, as it's okay for these things to happen. Like sometimes, like I said, we got controllables and uncontrollable things that happen within our lives that we cannot control. Mm -hmm. But the only is what it is that's good is us being content and knowing who we are and knowing that we can only control us, the way we feel, think, see things. But we don't have to be okay with everything that happens. Like, all right, an example would be if your tire goes flat or, you know, you run over something like, obviously you got to accept that because it happened. And there's not a way to control that because that's just like an uncontrollable situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it was something as if like you allowed someone to like bar your car, your car and they ran all the gas out and brought you back a car on E and you started up and you're like, my gas tanks on E that's an uncontrollable situation as well, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to accept that situation. You have to accept the flat tire, but you don't have to accept the empty tank. So you can do something about that, but you can't do something about the flat tire. So you can allow, you can tell the person that, that that's unacceptable. Yeah. And you can tell them the next time you would like them to fill up the gas tank or to put it back where it was. And then you can't be mad that they left it like that the first time, but you have to give them an awareness of it because sometimes people could be doing stuff their whole entire lives and not realize that it's wrong because no one ever said anything about it. Mm -hmm. So it gave you an empty tank because no one's ever said anything (laughs) about them giving them an empty tank. Exactly. But when you're aware, like, oh, my bad. I didn't realize that, you know, that that was something that was bad because nobody else said anything about it because they was like letting the person slide with it. So... In that case, like you can accept it for the moment, but tell them like, hey, 
going forward, this is what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. that's something that can be completely changed. And it doesn't have to be, it is what it is. Exactly. Like, they left the gas tank empty. It is what it is. It's like, but you could have, you could have prevented that going forward. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you had to accept it for the moment, but changed it for the future. Exactly. So that's kind of what I got from, um, it is what it is. And that was some examples of kind of how to interpret it or how to understand it better. Hey, that's good, man. That, that's, that's some really good stuff. And that's, I feel like that definitely could help somebody for sure. You know, um, I was, you know, how I always meditate and pray and all that stuff. And God revealed to me that, you know, sometimes we can't really control certain outcomes from happening, but what we can dictate is how we're willing to move through it. You know what I'm saying? So if I knew something, um, you know, like if I knew something was coming from my life, am I willing to see in the perspective, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to fall in this, or am I going to see in the perspective, like, I'm going to grow from it. So sometimes it's not about what it appears, but it's about the perspective that we're willing to see it in. You know, um, for example, um, let me think. Well, you already know I'm finna pull the nerdy stuff out. I'm a big nerd. <laughs> oh, but... God. <laughs> Video games again. <laughs> no, no, it's not that, man. You, you know I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan. So, oh, so we can, we can do that. Yeah, okay, I, yeah, I'm a nerd for that one, too, so we can do that one. <laughs> like, so I think about, you know, who Cell is, the villain. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, so... You know, like Cell was saying to all the, you know, Goku and all of them, like, I'm coming this day. I'm going to take over the world this day. And, like, you know, he, he went somewhere. I don't know what happened. But it gave them time to uh, train and build their build themselves up for when that battle that was, has to come. And, and now that like, you say that, that, that now that I see it, that's kind of arrogant. He's, yeah. he's going to tell you when he's going <laughs> to exactly. come and how he's going to do it. Like, that's he really arrogant. wanted it, bro. Yeah, that was arrogant. <laughs> he wanted all the smoke, He man. felt like he couldn't be touched. Like. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. And, like, you know, i seen that as, uh, you know, it gives them time to, it gives them time to prepare and train for that certain thing. But, or they could have taken it like, oh my gosh, he's about to take over the world. And like, I can't do this. I'm too powerless. So that gave yeah. them, they could have quit. And that's, we can kind of see that with life, man. Like our problems can look big and, you know, doubt can, our doubt can seem louder, but sometimes we have to let our faith be big. We have to let our, our faith be louder than any kind of doubt or any kind of negative things that we hear in our life. So when we come up against some things, you know, we'll be ready to fight it. We'll be ready to tackle that certain thing. And, you know, so what the is, what it is. That's what I kind of got from when you said that, man. You know, it's not about what it looks like, but it's about how you want to move through it. And if you want to move through it, you know, like I told you before, you know, it's better to take a, a small step forward than a, a massive step back in life. So that's what I've got from that, man. And that was a powerful message from it is what it is. Oh, so, yeah, man. That's uh, <clears throat> that's just something that was like needed that yeah. we didn't even realize that we, we need it. But mm-hmm. it's just like, it's great to be able to use, you know, life experiences and things that happen within life and have your perspective of it to see and to give to others. Mm-hmm. And what's even better about that is when you have your perspectives with someone else's perspective and you're able to y'all are all able to get those different perspectives together. So um, Monday at our men's night, uh, at our B men's night, yeah, I um, I eventually stayed over a bit. It ended at like eight o'clock, and one of the guys that was at the church, some just told me to go go talk to him. I've met him before. We've talked, 
you know, when he first got to the church, I invited him and told him that he should take the class or whatever. I told him it's great. I did year one. I'm in year two now that he should take it. It would really change his life. And I I asked him the other day, I was like, man, so what are you thinking of the class? And he was like, it's changing his life. I was like, aren't those my exact words? Yeah. I told you what this class would do. But we eventually got to talking about life a bit. And um, he was kind of telling me he grew up in uh, New Orleans. And he was like, you know, He's like a white dude, but he's like, you know, I was this white dude growing up in New Orleans and I kind of like rapped, but they like, it was, it was weird because they're like, oh, this is a little white dude think he can rap and this, that, and the other. But he was like, when people really started to hear him, mm -hmm. they started to say, you're actually a dude that has something to say. Yeah. Like we looked at you this way, but we seen that you actually had something to say. And he started getting connected with people and this, that, and the other. And, um, we just had like a, a really good conversation on like perspective or whatever. Yeah. And what's crazy is like, if I didn't talk to him, my perspective, like, obviously I don't have a perspective going in trying to judge people, oh, yeah, for but sure. the human mind will make you judge someone, mm -hmm. whether you want to or not, if you're not careful and catch on to like, Oh no, I'm not supposed to be thinking this way. But our mind is always to go into like judgment first. Yeah. And because he was able to, to not to tell me his story i was able to have a different perspective from the story that he's given me or i would have tried to create my own story about him or whatever it was not even intentionally knowing yeah and we were talking about perspectives and stuff and i told him that you know uh your uh your perspective on life is how you interpret anything so if we're limited to only our perspectives, then we're limited to seeing things only our way. But when we get other people's perspectives, then we can interpret things a lot more different and not saying that it takes away our perspective, but it only evolves our perspective. So now it gives us multiple perspectives instead of just that one perspective that we originally had when we thought that we had all the answers to. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, like I kind of see it now, like when a lot of people try to, they feel like it's, but I kind of see it as perspective of the past, you know, like when he was talking about his past and the story, yeah. you know, a lot of times, like we were talking about in the car earlier, you know, a lot of times, a lot of us use our past as, Oh, well, I did this in the past or I did this. I did that. Now I can't I can't do these certain things or I can't see yeah. things in a certain way now. But, you know, I kind of look at it as not like don't let the bad things that came, you know, overrule the good things that could come. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's about the perspective that you're willing to see. It and are you willing to see it as, OK, I'm going to use my past as oh, I did this. I did that. I can't grow from that. Are you willing to use your perspective from the past to grow and to mature? And that's just with each and every single situations the way like the perspective that we're willing to see stuff in the ends will determine how we're willing to go towards a certain thing as well you know what i'm saying like um like let's say for example like uh like hawaii you know a lot of a lot of people want to see hawaii because they seen this perspective all way oh it's so beautiful and so this and so that and that will make them want to go towards it yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if we see that, like certain things like, you know, I don't want to go towards this. I don't want to go towards that. But sometimes we have to sometimes we got to change the image. I feel about a lot of things because I feel like sometimes we we see things for what they appear for, but not for what they become. 
So sometimes we see the problem for what it appears instead of changing it and molding it into a solution that can change our life or the for our you know for our outcome in life you know so okay. i feel like the image that we're willing to see something we have if you don't like the image that you see make it into an image that you want to see it in and then you know be willing to use that perspective to allow you to grow to and reach greater heights in your life as well so so question for that there i'm gonna grab one thing that you said and um because some people uh, they hear that, but yeah. it's not really practical to them. When you yeah. were saying that, uh, be willing to change it to what you want it to be. What if you don't know how, you know, to change something into what you want it to be, or you don't even know that you should be doing this? What type of advice would you give? We say I want to. So, what if someone is saying that they don't know how to change their perspective to where? to what they want it to be or they don't even know that they need to change their perspective. So what would you say to those individuals? I would say, well, first I probably have to relate it to a story. Probably I always talk about, I always talk about how my nine to five, um, I went, I used to go into Cracker Bro with the perspective because, you know, I always had these other dreams and aspirations. I'm like, man, I don't need to be here. You know what I'm right. saying? But I started to really change my perspective. I kind of like I like I say always, I make the environment that's hard to be in an environment that I want to live in. And a lot of times when I go to coworkers, they be like, "What do you mean by that?" Well, you know, if I don't like what I see, I like to make it for what I wanted to be. So when I go to Cracker Barrel now, instead of just going to my 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 tables board and all that, I try to make bring life into it. You know, I try to give no cards to my tables. I try to do this. I try to do that. So, you know, back to your question on, you know, sometimes people don't think they they don't know how. I don't think it's the question how, but I think it's about where you want to start, so to speak. You know, what I'm trying okay. to say, like, okay. where are you want to start? Because, you know, I can't really tell somebody I can't really tell somebody how, but I can, you know, kind of relate it back to them and say where you want to start and where you want to start can make all the difference for your life as well. So if like, um, like, let's just say, for example, a painting, like they want to change the painting. Okay. Sometimes you, where you want to start to change that painting? Are you willing to erase this certain spot? Are you willing to over, over draw over this certain spot? Are you trying to do this? You're trying to do that. So sometimes we have to be willing to start where we feel is necessary for our lives. And sometimes maybe if you don't know where to start, I feel like here's here's what the thing. I feel like a lot of people are too focused on finding a reason rather than making a reason. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Because I feel like when we don't find a reason, that makes us not wanna that makes us not wanna do this. It makes us not wanna do that. But instead of if you can't find, then I say create. You know, if you can't okay. see, if you can't, then I think yes, you should believe. And if you can't reach something in life, then I mean, if you can't touch something in life, then you try to reach. But you know. If when you're struggling with how to start with no matter where it might be, don't focus on finding a reason, focus on making a reason and making a reason, like I said, can make all the difference for your life. So that's that's what I have for that, man. Man, I like that. I like that. Yeah. You know, like you all know, this is a, a Christian podcast. Yeah. And, you know, I love what God's word says is that seek ye first the kingdom of God and all yeah. his righteousness shall be added unto you. Definitely. So one thing that I add on to that as well is that. 
that, you know, seeking God first in whatever you're doing, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't have the answers and we yeah. should seek God whether we have the answers or we don't. But he's really depending on us to seek him in times that we that we need him because that's what he, he's there for. I heard a message. I don't know where I heard it from, but it said that sometimes God will show us the mountain, but he won't show us the path mm-hmm. or he'll show us the path, but he won't show us the mountain. Awesome, yeah. And the reason why he does that is so that we can depend on him. Mm-hmm. So we will always need him to do it because if he had it just available for us, we would think that we could do it on our own. And so we would say, what's the point? I don't exactly. need God. So God always makes it, makes it so that we need him and we have to seek him. Exactly. And that's how pretty much everything in life works. We have to seek him because he's only going to give us a limited part to whatever it is. And he's already worked it out, mm-hmm. written it out, has it already planned and all of that. But our job is to do our part and to seek him so that we can get that other part that we're missing. Yeah. So it's okay to not have the answers. It's okay to not know what's going on. It's okay to feel the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. But you have to seek him to see what he has next or what he wants you to do or what what it is that he will have to happen. Definitely. And I think uh, that's just something that I think should be added on as well. Cause sometimes we could just be oh, yeah. thinking and lost and doing this and like, where do I go? God's oh, yeah, always, sure. God's always the best uh, first start. So. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. I always put God first and like, like I, we were talking about earlier when we went to that pizza place, you know, um, you know, I've realized how every person in the Bible that God used, like he, God made them put, he put, he put them to work. You know what I'm saying? Cause yes. like you said, you know, we don't want to do all this stuff and not give God all the glory for it. You know, that's all God seeks is for us to invite him in certain things, invite him when we feel lost or invite him when we need wisdom or understanding or things like that. And, you know, a lot of times we we kind of want to neglect the work from it. But that's exactly what God wants to put us through. He wants us to put us through the work. He wants us to put through us through the process. So when we come out of it, we'll be like, man. You know, God is so good that he brought me out of this. He brought me through that. You know, I'm a, I'm a, God has made me a better and more stronger individual. You know what I'm saying? So don't be afraid to look towards God for the answers that you need, or don't be afraid to seek for him, seek, seek him. And like, um, like the word says, you know, he's able to give us wisdom freely. So when you feel lost, you know, ask for, ask God for wisdom and don't act, don't only ask for wisdom, but ask for wisdom and faith and with faith with the whole heart because you, I feel like you can you can ask God for something and you can think you're doing it in faith but in your heart you're having doubt in your mind you're having doubt as well so have faith and and let your faith be strong in each and L's uh individual areas and God will reveal the right thing to you so though yeah I wanted to add on to that as well so man yeah. let's let's dive into the uh the topic that we talked about a bit earlier we were talking about it personally we were talking about our you know, our families and, you know, when we try to talk to them and that stuff, but uh, we're kind of talking about how we're motivators and we're always researching motivation and we're always Mm -hmm. studying and we're writing down and we're taking notes. So when we talk to people, we say that when we talk to people, they always look at us as, oh, you're just trying to motivate me. You're trying to do this, but they're not getting what we're actually doing. Like, 
obviously we're trying to motivate you and do that but because it's coming from us because of what we do and because we're so close to them they it's almost like in void or invalid because it's like you're close to me and you do this like it's almost as if like i shouldn't listen to you or Mm -hmm. why should i listen to you because i'm so close to you so um what do you have to say about that um yeah, cause I struggle. I I feel like I I struggle with that so much. Like I feel like, you know, people try to neglect my help because they know what I do. But what people also don't see is why I do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like why I try to do it, be a motivator. Why I try to because God, it's not it's not even me talking. It's 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 God through me that is that allows me to do what I have to do or say what I want to say. So every time I try to speak, I don't want to. I don't, I, no matter if it's through a message or even with a person, I don't want it to seem fake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want it to seem 100% real. I want people to know that I'm real, not just a motivator that says this. And I don't even live the life that I'm saying, you know what right. I'm saying? So, you know, every time I get that, I want to, I just want people to know that, you know, I'm no different than you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to help you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, and sometimes the things that I say to you might have to be something I have to hear myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> A lot of times, you know, I get that a lot, but I just want people to know to no matter who it might be, don't neglect the help that someone is trying to give you. Don't think that you have to do it alone or don't even if it is like a close person, you know, them for your entire life, you may you never know what they have to say. And, you know, it can it can be hard at times to try to get to them. But I always try my best to tell them, like, this is just me being real. I'm not trying to be motivation or anything. It's just me trying to help you because I know what I know how it can be that I've kind of been through the same thing and I, I've came out of it like this, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to, that's what I try to think about a lot when people say that. <laughs> man, now I, that that's good, good news, man. And I like to add on something to that. Yeah, go ahead. You know, uh, how I see it is that when people are close to us mm-hmm. and they kind of like, they don't really want to receive the message or they know it's from us because we're so close and this, that, and the other. But one thing that they don't understand is that we we can't turn this off. We're, we're not just doing this to, like, get paid or to do this, oh, to yeah. do that. Like, obviously, if we get paid from this one day, that would be amazing to do what we were gifted to do and mm-hmm. receive a paycheck from it. But our perspective and why we're doing it is not for that at all. Exactly. It's because it's just who we are. And you when you know who you are and you become that, you live it. You don't mm-hmm. just do it from nine to five. You don't just do it between hours that it's convenient for you or just do it for the camera or just exactly. do it for the podcast. You do it everywhere you go because it's so natural. It just oozes out. You're mm-hmm. not even trying to do it at times. When you see people that need help, when you see things that are happening, your first response is to go help to go see what's wrong, exactly. how to make it better, how to use the words that you have to be able to mm-hmm. make a difference within it. So it's not as if, you know, we're doing this to be just like we are on, you know, within social media or the podcast or whatever. It's honestly just who we are exactly. overall and it cannot turn off. It's like a light bulb that never goes out. Like that light's going to always be on. Like mm-hmm. whether you close the door, you open it, you move it, whatever it is, like that light bulb that shines forever, that does not, uh, you know, 
does not damn or whatever. That's just who we are. We don't exactly. damn. We stay who we are. We stay to it and we encourage, we motivate any and everyone. So it doesn't matter that they're close to us that we're doing mm -hmm. it. If it was someone that we didn't know, we would do that same thing for them. Exactly. Because like I said, we cannot turn it off and we don't even realize we're doing it at times because it's so natural and it's our God given talent. That's what I'm like saying. I was telling you earlier, like I thank God for the wisdom that he's given me because a lot of times I'm giving out and spitting out knowledge and information and stuff that I don't even think about. I don't even, you know, I know where it comes from. I'm not going to say I don't know where it comes from. I know it comes from God and mm -hmm. through the Holy Spirit because I pray for this stuff. I ask for this stuff. So he's given me not only has he made a way out of no way, because it was at times where I didn't know that I was supposed to do this. I was doubting God. Yeah. I was like, you know, like I told you, I went to culinary school and you know, my thing was I was going to be a chef and I was a chef for a while, but you know, say you want to make God laugh, tell me your plans. I told him I was going to be the greatest chef out there. I was going, I was going to travel the world cooking, doing this, that, and the other. And he's like, uh, about that plan. And he talked to him and was like, nah, this is what I want you to mm -hmm. do. So in the beginning, I started off doubting. I started off doing this. And then over time, talking to him, spending time with him, building a relationship with him. He was telling me, just trust me, just trust me, just trust me. And slowly but surely, he's given me an ability, a skill set, knowledge, wisdom that I can't even explain. Like yeah. it comes from him because I don't know where I got it from. Some of the stuff I got through audiobooks and podcasts and different things like that. But the information that God gives me is like far beyond any of that that I could have ever heard. And I'm able to give this information to people at times. So exactly. I do tell you that God will make sure that that purpose that you have that you're supposed to do. He will 100% make sure that you're equipped, you're prepared mm -hmm. for it. And you're not going to get it all at once, but you will get it in the time frame that you're supposed to get it. So he'll give you small doses and bits of information, but you got to play your part and do what you have to do as well to receive the full thing of it though. So. Definitely, definitely for sure, man. So that's why I like to think about that. Um, what uh, Jesus said in Matthew, you know, we can't put our light under a table where nobody can see. I want to put my light on the table for work and radiate in the whole room. And that's what, yeah. that's just with life. I want my light to manifest into any and every single person that I wanted to, you know, like I, like I told you before, I always, I had this, I didn't know I want, I didn't know I was called to be like a speaker and all that until maybe like junior, but around like sixth grade, I still always had the heart to help others and show my love of God to anybody, everybody that I can, because I've realized, you know, I don't, I don't care who you are or anybody. I just wanted to help. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I wanted to help in any form and way and capacity. That's why I try to stay consistent with my speeches or I try to do like try to come up with some charitable act to do every now and then. And, you know, just try to show the love of God unto others. And, you know, once you're willing to put God in, once you're willing to let God. What am I trying to say? I'm basically, once you know your gift and once you're doing it unto God, now he can manifest that gift as well. And not saying it's going to happen when you want it to, but he'll slowly He'll slowly like mold you and shape you. It's kind of like a kind of like actually making a piece of like we're the dough and God is just like slowly just putting different ingredients on top of us yeah. and all that and putting us in the oven. And once we're once we're out that oven, we're ready to be served unto others. You know what I'm saying? So that's the way I kind of see it, man. And, you know, so just always be willing to 
whatever your gift is, or even if you don't know your gift, you know, always be willing to let God just, just ask God for wisdom, ask God for understanding, ask God, oh, who should I be with? I mean, like the people that I should meet or the places I should go or the things that I should do. And God will reveal those things, but you have to be willing to have faith in those things as well. So. So man, it was a good thing that we went and got pizza. Yeah, you, you <laughs> no, I got it. Pizza <laughs> yes. I like that. So, yeah. so, so God directed us to the right place to go definitely. and eat because He helped out with that. Okay, <laughs> definitely. But, I was thinking about that, man, <laughs> for sure, man. But uh, it was something that you said within there, and I want to break off into that, talking about your gifts and that type of stuff. And uh, in God's word, it says that your gifts shall make you know I shall make way for you with your gifts. So. Mm-hmm. What what happens is that, um, you know, I believe that God has equipped every single one of us with a gift and with a talent oh, yeah. to be able to do. And I say that that gift and that talent, you know, obviously we have more than one gift and one talent, but one of those is our purpose. Mm-hmm. And I've. I've said before, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast or just talking to someone. I was saying that um, there are, you know, people have jobs, careers, and callings. A job is just to pay the bills. A career is seeking increasingly better work. And a calling is a part of who you are and your identity. Um, So neither one of those are better than the other person that's just have a job just to pay the bills. That could also be their purpose. Like they could be at Mickey D's and they're the person that the front cash register, the back cash register, drive through wherever the manager, but their job is to be there and to make a difference within the staff. Or they may have something about them that the customers uh, see and that they need to be able to change their day before or after work. Mm-hmm. Or the person with the career um, that is a lawyer or a judge or whatever it is, like that's not saying that they're better than the one the person that has the job. Mm-hmm. It's just what they have decided to do or where they're meant to be. Like most people are just doing stuff just to be doing it. It's not too many people that's doing what they meant to do. But the great thing about that is God can still use that exactly and use that for his glory and make it into what he ultimately mm-hmm. made it to be. Um, and then the person that has has a calling and this may sound crazy, even though you may see like a teacher as as a calling or I mean, a teacher as a career or a doctor as a career. I take the doctor and the teacher out of the career section and I put those into a calling. Yeah. Because when you think about it, like teachers are so selfless in what they do. Like, who do you know that says like, oh, I'm going to be a teacher so I can be the highest paid person. Yeah. Teachers don't make no money. Exactly. And I would say police officers, too. Let me throw that in there as well. Like who says that they're going to be a police officer so they can get shot at and make right. a lot of money? Like, obviously, we know police don't make a lot of money. So that's uh, and. You know, we're not talking about the good and the bad they do, this, that, and the other, but just the intent on going into it, they do it ultimately to try to make a difference and to do something in a way that's impactful. So you can tell, like, a teacher and a police officer, they don't go in it 
thinking about money. So, you know, it has to be another reason. And that's why I consider like those as, as a calling. Exactly. And a calling is like what we do. Like you were fortunate enough to find your calling at a young age. And what happens is you said you didn't realize to about junior year, but then you brought up the fact that you were doing certain things at about sixth grade. What was happening was after you realized what your calling was, you were able to regulate like the things from the past that started and what you were doing to bring you into that calling. Definitely. And I was, you know, fortunate enough to find mine a little bit later, but it doesn't matter when you find yes. it, as long as you find it. Yeah. About five years ago. And as I say, um, I didn't seek this. I didn't look for it. I was, I was okay with cooking and I would have kept doing it. Yeah, for but, sure. But you know, God said that, um, your life has, you've gone through too much. You've experienced too much to not give my people the messages, the words and everything that they need. Mm hmm. And like I said, I told God, you got the wrong guy. Like, yeah. you, you, I'm cooking. I use my hands to do this, that, and the other. He's like, yeah, but you're going to do this now. And he used a lot of people in the Bible in that way. You know, when when people have changed, you know, um, who was it? It was it was Saul that became Paul. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was two different Sauls. You know, the, the king Saul, he ended up killing himself because of pride. But you had... Uh, the other saw which God converted him and changed him into Paul. So how I see it, I'm not comparing myself to anyone in the Bible because we, you know, we can't compare ourselves with them, but they've all had stories that are relatable and help us to understand life a lot easier and better. Mm -hmm. But I do say that God has changed and converted me from what I thought I was supposed to be doing to ultimately what I'm supposed to be doing what he created me to be able to ultimately do. So yeah. that was just uh, an example and some talks on purpose and callings and whatever you're doing and how God can use whatever you're doing um, for his glory, because we were all put on this earth to do something. Exactly. Nothing's too big. Nothing's too small. It all works together for the significance to the building and betterment of his kingdom. So, yeah. And, um, you know, like you said, and then for anybody that out here that feels as if they don't don't have a calling, like you said, I feel like everybody has some type of calling, no matter what it might be. If it's sweeping floors, if it's working anywhere, doing this or doing that, you know, everything that you do, do do it to the best of your abilities, even if it may seem small, because God can use a small that you have and turn it into something big. You know what I'm saying? So don't think that the met that you're too messed up for God to turn you into something beautiful. You know, um, and don't think that you're told uh, too old either. You know, um, I was in the car with one of my friends and her mom and, uh, you know, we were talking and, um, her mom, was, her mom, we were actually talking about Collins. She asked me what I want to do. I said, inspirational speaker, start my nonprofit and all that. And she said, um, well, I'm starting to, you know, I'm about, I don't know how old she says she was about 50. She said, I'm still looking for mine. And I told her, you know, I feel as if. God can call you anytime. Mm -hmm. God can call you anywhere, anytime, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are. God can still call you for something. It's just a matter of when he calls you, are you willing to answer that call? Yeah. And even if you don't hear the call out, are you willing to keep on seeking the call? Are you willing to have faith that, you know, that's why I feel 
that God can use you when you're old, when you're young, when you're going through the most messed up parts of your life, when you're at the most highest parts of your life, no matter where it might be, God can still call you. So I don't want nobody to think that they're too old, too young, too messed up, because I feel like God doesn't see us for what we've been through. He sees us in our perfect state, you know, so I feel like God can call us anytime, anywhere. It's just a matter of are we willing to answer that call and not reject the call that God has you know, ordained us to be at. So that's how I feel about that. So no matter what you might be doing, it do it to the best of your abilities, even if it may seem small. You know, like we were talking about earlier, you know, God can use whatever you got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God used David with a simple stone. God yeah. used Moses for a staff. So whatever you might have, don't think that it's just too small that it cannot be used. Anything that you have, anything that you, I feel like God has given us everything that we need. So anything that you have, don't think that it's too small, but be willing to use what you got. And if you want to use what you got unto God, then God will use that thing to manifest it for his glory. So that's what I have for that. So, man, yeah, I did mention, I said, I, I, I believe that we were all, we all have a calling within in life. Every single one of us is just <laughs> figuring out what that calling is. So it's a lot of different things to figure that out. Sometimes we figure it out late because we were never seeking it in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we we get it late because God was trying to show us something and, and try to get, prepare yeah. us somewhere. So sometimes that that makes the reason for it being late. But one way or another, we have to seek him to find it because mm -hmm. he's the one that, that gives it yes, to us. Gives, yeah. And I believe that he get, gave it to us at the very beginning. But it's up to us to seek him to see what that is, because I don't think he just gives it to us like later. I think he he automatically put it within us. But it's just a matter of when we we're to willing find to find mm -hmm. out what it is. So sometimes we find it late. Sometimes we find it early. But an example would be. Like I think Bill Gates and Zuckerberg and all of them, they made uh, their first like million dollars. They were like millionaires by 18 or 19 years old. And I'm not saying it because they made millions. Obviously, they found their purpose and what they were supposed to be doing at a very young age. And you're like 18 years right. old. You know, how can they do this? But then when you look at Colonel Sanders, he opened up his first like KFC at like 63 years old. Yeah. So you're like, what's the difference between... Uh, Colonel Sanders, Mark Zuckerberg, and Bill Gates, like they were able to find theirs early because they were in the trenches looking for it. It probably came natural to them, and then they figured out this is what they was great at, and they're continuing to doing it. And Colonel Sanders, you know, I don't know if he found his later or God was building him and molding him to make it. I don't know the reasons in either one of those stories, but those are just examples of yeah. starting early. <laughs> Or starting later, and it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, they all are using their purpose exactly what they were given to do what they did at different times and ages in life. So right, yeah, it doesn't matter what age or what you know what whenever you find it. What is a matter of when you do find it? What are you willing to do with it? You know what I'm saying? Are you what What are you willing to? Are you letting God manifest in you? Are you willing to? work towards it with the best of your abilities. So I don't I don't think it's it doesn't matter what age you find it. It's just a matter of just are you willing to use the gift that God is giving you and the calling that you have to manifest it into something beautiful and and for God's glory. So for sure. So yeah man, what I say is that now that you all are hearing this, you know that 
you can actually seek your calling. You can. Because God will, will reveal it to you if you seek it. Sometimes, you know, it just naturally happens. And that's great. But for the most part, it doesn't just naturally happen. And in my case, it, it was kind of a bit of both. Like I kind of seeked it. I didn't know it. And it kind of naturally happened because Ben woke up at two o'clock in the morning. That's not natural at all. Right. <laughs> but it's like that's when he had to have a talk with me. So yeah. I would say that he, he gave it to me naturally. And maybe because of the direction that I was going, he felt that I was going too far off of a direction that he wanted to let me know before I got too far off and couldn't be used in a way that I should be used. Right. Maybe that was the case. But um, now that you're hearing this, you know that you can seek your gift and what you're meant meant to be and what you're meant to do. If you've been living a life and you just struggling going over and over and over and what you're supposed to be doing. As I say, like I've probably had more jobs than I can count. I've probably had 20, 25 jobs. I've never been fired or anything, but I was seeking what I was supposed to be doing without mm -hmm. realizing that I was actually seeking for my calling. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's you and you, you figure out that, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I keep jumping around. I keep doing this. Yeah. I don't know uh, how I'm supposed to be used. The answer is simple. Just seek God. Exactly. You know, like I said earlier, seek he first, the kingdom of God, and all his righteousness shall be added to you. Him. So once you seek him and you seek your calling, he'll give it to you freely because his word says it. Where exactly. it says, come to the... Come to my throne boldly. Mm -hmm. Tell him, God, this is what your word says. And this is what I'm needing because your word said it. Exactly. Be happy to give it to you. Exactly. So whoever might be hearing this, don't think that it's too late because I feel as if, if, if there's still breath in your lungs, I don't care how old you are, there's still room for opportunity. So like you said, be willing to go to God boldly and not just don't go to God with doubt in your mind or doubt with your heart. Because that's not that's not bold. You have to be willing to, you know, know what God's word says, know what he says, not only in his word, but what he says about you as well. You know, like I was saying, you know, we're I saw in, a, in Psalms, I don't remember which one it might be 56. It says we are precious in the sight. So if God sees us in a precious sight, you know, we have to be willing to see that in ourselves as well. Not thinking that we're better than anybody, but thinking in a humble humble state that I'm, I'm precious in God's sight so I can I can do this I can do that he, you know his word says with him all things are possible and like I say always nothing is counted out in the word all so if nothing's counted out in the word all no matter what you might be going through no matter what you might be facing no matter what you're trying to go towards it's possible but you just have to be willing to put God first in it so like I like I always say don't don't stop looking and don't stop trying to find that purpose that has been given to you. And like I said, if you have breath in your lungs, then there is still room and still way for opportunity, you know, for God to use you. So, yeah, man, I, I don't want to forget to add yeah. on to it because we've been mentioning you're never too old. I want to make sure that, you know, that everyone knows, but you're never too young exactly. to do something. You're never too in between the age to do mm -hmm. something. Or whatever it is, God uses children. He uses Everybody. adults, young adults, teenagers, exactly. whatever it is. So you're never too old, too young, too anything 
to be able, yeah, it's a matter of where you are and what you're willing, when you're willing to seek God for those answers. Exactly. So don't let anybody, you know, no matter what vision, whenever you get it, whatever age, don't let others, don't let others blind the vision that has been given to you. You know, a lot of times I feel like our minds or our, uh, our, um, people will tell us this or that. So we just have to be willing to know what our vision is and keep on side of it. So, but man, that's been a, that's been a pretty good podcast, man. I think we can just about wrap this one up, man. It's, yeah. uh, yeah, uh, you know, we don't want to have people, they got like short attention spans yeah, to be like, man, that podcast is way too long. I try to listen to it, but it just keep on going. Right. It's like, man, it's less than an hour, but right, you exactly. know, so we're going to cut it off here. And, uh, is there anything else you have to say, Derek? Uh, no, nah, I just, just, well, like I say always, I hope that this can bring hope to someone and just show the love of God to you. So I guess we're done with this, uh, this week's podcast here and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.